When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our racing chat is in good hands today with none other than Wayne Hawks, who joins us for Westbury Stud. And it's all about success with Tarzino at Westbury. Wayne, great to have you on. Good morning to you. Morning, Sam. How are now, you feeling with the Jared going? Well, are you? Well, that's uh, not for me to say, uh, Wayne. Uh, safe to say, uh, big shoes to fill, as we know. But uh, we'll be listening to Jared tomorrow, of course, when that test uh, test match gets underway from the base. And not great to have you on. I'll be honest; I was all set to uh, talk to you, and we still will about your uh, your autumn carnival horses and and the lay of the land when when it comes to your stable. But we've had a massive political power play here concerning the Racing Victoria Board. They've Seemingly sharpen the knives to spill the board, and they've come up empty. So uh, reading this report at racing.com, who are reporting that there were 17 votes against the motion and only three votes in favour and 15 abstained. How did they get it so horribly wrong? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Obviously, uh, I suppose I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything officially or even unofficially because it's obviously just happened, but I would have to put two and two together and think, well, if Gil McLaughlin was going to come in as uh, as chairman, he would obviously need some people on his side. Now, this may have nothing to do with Gil whatsoever, but conspiracy theory. And there's one one thing as a racehorse trainer, you never, Sam, you never get to know much about what goes on up at uh, Racing Victoria board level because they certainly, uh, you don't get consulted a hell of a lot, that's for sure and certain. And I think we all know pretty much, didn't Gil have 18 AFL uh, coaches around at his house for dinner? That was that was uh, tradition, absolutely. Well, there's no tradition like that at uh, at, uh, at headquarters at the racing industry, that's for sure. Yeah, so a two thirds majority is needed to remove a director from the board. I was reading, so a special general meeting was held at RV headquarters uh, at Flemington, of course, and the motion was put, and uh, and that's where it's come back with 17 votes votes against the motion, and they were wanting to remove five directors from the Racing Victoria board. Safe to say that is a. Uh, uh, spectacularly unsuccessful turn of events there. So nevertheless, one to follow as we move on. Way Now let's talk about things on track because we better get the update. Your autumn carnival horses uh, and where they're at with things. So the lay, what about Ironton? Uh, one on debut in Sydney. Yeah, he did. He's a very, very promising horse. He's very well bred. He's an, he's an overseas galloper we purchased as a baby and he's actually running today at Rose Hill in race seven. So we, uh, we're just opting to keep him in a, a less, Oh, we just lost Wayne. Unfortunately, there he's just dropped out. We'll see if we can circle back and uh, and get him back on because I don't think it must be a connection issue. So we'll try to reboot reboot the system there. We're going to chat to him about Anton, of course, as we just started to Pashera, Verlander, Airman, and Remark, the Gun Sprinter, and uh, and Johnny. I just saw your text as well. 
would love to hear Wayne's view on Jonathan Munns' uh, unsuccessful attempt to dismiss five racing directors uh, and his thoughts on the running of RV more generally. Enjoy the day. Thanks, Johnny. We did uh, just touch base on that. We might circle back to it. I think we've got him back on the line. we got you now, Wayno. I should have paid my Telstra bill, shouldn't I? Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Where all were we? Now. Einton. Uh, Einton. He's uh, he's racing today. He's only had one start for one win. Very, very impressive debut. High hopes, yes. Is he a number one draft pick? Yes. So he's, he's got a couple of options today. He races and he wins and will go on to something bigger and better, maybe even around with guineas in, in a week and a half's time. We'll wait for the far lap stakes. He doesn't run as good. He's going to go to the paddock. And if he doesn't run as good, we're going to uh, opt to the owners whether we need to be a two-stone lighter and get the famous gilding operation happening to make him a uh, to make him a racehorse. And it's quite an amazing thing that Sam you the uh, you send out the uh, the email saying, "Can you please gild your horse?" I'm sure every bloke before they sign it, they just have half a second's thought and thinking, but it's not for themselves; it's for their horse. So uh, we have too many colts, and the problem is that the colts they don't become unruly but they just start to, to stray in their minds. So yep. we have lots of great mares that are racing and winning, but we don't have as many colts today. And this is one of the reasons. So we need to geld a few more racehorses to actually make them what they're called. And they're called racehorses. That's Anton. What about Peshera? Uh, really nice filly. Really, really nice filly. Um, got some great owners in it, including my mother. So uh, <laughs> paid uh, 800 grand for this uh, filly. Doesn't sound much when you say it doesn't eight hundred thousand. I'd be happy with the eighty thousand GST. But anyway, she's in Rose Hill today in race one. She was very unlucky not to have won the other day. Can she gallop? Yes. Does Mum have a nice horse? She sure does. So I'd like to think Bashira, with a little bit of luck, can be uh, can be winning today at Rose Hill. Yeah, indeed. Okay. What about Valanda, the two-year-old? Yeah, nice horse. I've had him in Melbourne. He went back to Sydney. He's had a bit of a freshen up. He is trialling in Sydney on Friday. And then if he pulls up well, he's going to go on the deep end. The lead up to the the last lead up to the Golden Slipper is a Todman Slipper stakes. And he and if he trials well, we're going to run him in the Todman Slipper. And uh, and then, you know, pie in the sky stuff. But the Golden Slipper is one of the great, great races. I reckon it'll be second to the Melbourne Cup, Sam. That's how big it is. Yep. Oh, probably the Everest. Probably the Everest. Probably the Melbourne Cup, then the Everest and Golden Slipper. I reckon there's not much between those two. So we're going to have a, a crack at the deep end with uh, Valander if he comes through the trial well on Friday. Nicely done. Your rising star is Airman. We've spoken about Airman before. Yeah, he uh, he disappointed on the last day of the Flemington Carnival, but he's come back bigger, better, stronger. And I suppose from a football term, he's that kid that's played 50, 60 games now and we need to uh, <laughs> to tell him to step up and be a centre-half forward and have a proper go and get in Collingwood's... Uh, top 18 list so the world is his oyster as the uh, the saying goes and he's promised the, he's promised the world hasn't quite delivered he's delivered more than atlas but he uh, but he does need to step up because he is a uh, a high class horse in the making so he is going to have a trial on friday and then we'll decide where we end up running but the uh, the famous tj smith with the chautauquas and black caviars mm. have won that race that's a race we're probably going to be aiming him for that's your emerging star. What about your gun sprinter remark? Yeah, he's uh, he's back and he's ready to trial. He's trialling on Friday and then he'll run in the challenge stakes a week later. So this this time last prep, he won first up and beat all the uh, all the guns. So he's on song and uh, heading towards a TJ and maybe... I don't, have you ever heard of a race called the Quokka, Sam? Yes, I have. 
you have right. Okay, so it's a it's a, it's, a, it's an Everest gimmick, I suppose. It's a four million dollar race in Perth, and uh, I had to do my homework because Gareth's from Perth. But I thought Rottnest Island was up way up the uh, <laughs> should be the on never, the never. should be and on I, the island. Well, well, I didn't I didn't know what a quokka was. I thought it was a quokka, if you know what. But uh, they told me it is genuinely a bird. I googled that, and I thought Rottnest was right way up, you know, up the coast, and no, no, didn't right realise it was. Didn't yeah. realise it was off there. So on SCN track, Johnny O'Neill and I have been trying to work on the quokka and Johnny reckons I could dress up as a quokka and go and be their motto for the quokka. So it's two weeks after the uh, TJ Smith. It's a $4 million race and it's going to be, uh, it's, it will be the most improved race in Australia this year. There's no doubt about that. Very cute animals, Swain, the quokkas and uh, very curious and humorous uh, eating technique as well. They come from all over the world to watch them in action at Rottnest Island. Hey, just one more that Jared Waitley put on the list. Macarena, where where where's she going around next? Yes, this was uh, this is one of mine, but uh, this was Jared's one to follow. She ran first up. She uh, she uh, did a great job. She was wide, had to go back, followed the initial winner, but just from the average barrier, just having to go back. I mean, you you think it's only a field of seven, you draw seven out of seven, it end up being an average barrier the way the races ran. She's running in Sydney on Saturday in a Group One on the surround stakes and. Uh, Ching ching if we can get the job done here because um, I don't own racehorses, but my wife might own twenty percent with my mother and my sister-in-law. So uh, it could be a big party on Saturday night if uh, if Macarena happens to get the job done. And yes, would I be would I be dancing the Macarena? You bet you I will be if she wins that on Saturday. I hope you're going to be in air-conditioned comfort uh, today, Wayne. I see it's Sandown. They've started early to beat the heat there. Maybe weren't due to get underway mm-hmm. until or maybe twenty to four with the first, but they've got a couple under the yeah. belt already. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, it was a twilight today, but look, in, in Melbourne now, it's getting quite warm, but it's very overcast. So they just want to get the races run and won. And, you know, we can't shirk away from Black Saturday and those bad days that we've had. But I suppose back when we were younger, it was, you know, low, medium, high. Now we have things like catastrophic. And, you know, they're obviously giving people warnings and things like that. So with the horses, they're doing the same thing. They're, they're trying to make the animal, uh, you know, come first. And then obviously you've got jockeys, you've got barrier tenants, you've got vets behind the start. So all of those people were uh, involved. So we're actually started the uh, the first race at 10.30 and obviously on a day off today. So I'll be able to sit on the couch at lunchtime and watch it. But do you know what? If it doesn't hit, if it only gets to 33 degrees, people will boo-hoo it. But from a horse point of view, it'd be like you going for a run, to be fair. Think about this. You want to go for a run when it's 27 degrees or you want to go for a run when it's 37? Now, now some people will say it won't worry me if I go for a run when it's 37, but the majority are probably happier to have it when it's 27 or 28. Yeah. So that's why they ran it early, and I think it's a uh, it's a good thing. Do we, do we get a bit too carried away? Yeah, I suppose we do, but it's the world we live in now and the times that we're in now. and. We have to protect the uh, the person and the and the animal as much as we can. Yeah, no. If you can move it earlier, why wouldn't you? I guess common sense uh, prevails. And um, imagine being in Perth. Imagine being yeah. in Perth and just rolling out of bed this morning, thinking the first is going to be at uh, yeah. you know like you know one o'clock your time, and you're going to roll out of bed now, and you've missed the first three races. <laughs> That's going to happen, unfortunately. But I suppose they're actually. I always think about that when you're living in Perth. They're just so three hours behind in daylight saving. They just 
you're eating your Kellogg's cornflakes, messing around, going to the race at lunchtime. They're eating their Kellogg's cornflakes, watching race one. Different world over there, isn't it? Now, just uh, in regards to the quokka, I'm, I've just done oh, a little bit go. of Googling here. It's it's actually not a bird. Um, I need to pull you up on that. But I didn't know what it was. Uh, it's described as a small macropod. So they're only about the size of a cat. They're like other marsupials in the macropod family. Uh, they're um, mainly nocturnal as well. So so there you go. Um, well, I'm, a large, I'm a large macropod, okay? <laughs> I thought I might as well say it because someone's going to send through the temper text about me, so I might as well jump in uh, Very jump nice. in first. I think Mate, I've got a body for radio. Come on. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. I love it. I don't mind that. You could be the official mascot. Uh, I've got a visual there that I probably need to uh, to quickly wipe. But nevertheless, awesome to have you uh, on the line, mate. And don't forget, obviously, if you're listening this morning, Tarzino, Reliable Man, Redwood, El Rocker, each providing success in more ways than one at Westbury Stud. Wayne Hawks, thanks for your time. Thanks, Sam.